Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Stay calm. I'm not convinced I know how to read. I've just memorized a lot of words. I feel boxed in, and I'm very quick on my. Uh... Did you just forget the word feet? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Episode 185. It's the Vent Lab Podcast. My name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. I'm having trouble getting on my seat right now. Because <laughs> I had to scoot my chair so close to the table. <sighs> we are live right now on twitch.tv and YouTube. You don't have to watch if you don't want to. But come on, <laughs> you know you want to. But uh, if you were to tune in, you would see that every single week, Rebecca insists on zooming the camera closer and closer. At some point, it's just going to be our faces. Well, it's all that chest hair that you're showing right there. I feel like all the ladies need to see that. It is a little more than I anticipated in my life. I'm fine with it, though. Apparently, you ate your veggies. Is that what causes chest hair? Yeah. I did not know that. You've got very sparse chest hair. Uh, me? I'm sorry. I mean, you've got a great set of chest hair. It's all right. I have a a, a freckle. Okay. I have a freckle. Can we just move on? And the chest hair. You know what, guys? It's better that you're just listening. I, uh, I intentionally... You did yourself a favor tonight by not tuning in live. I've, I've started wearing more clothes that show my chest hair. And this, this is a fact. This isn't, I'm not even making this up. I don't wear a shirt underneath this hoodie because I know it sits low enough to show off a little bit of chest hair. Aren't you trying to like attract ladies? Um, not necessarily. In fact, because it's working. If it's not. <laughs> oof. I don't think it's my chest hair. That's anyway. Uh, you never I met, know. It could be. I met Zach's girlfriend in person today. Uh huh. I think, like, I, I, I had to like. Hey, my eyes, my eyes are up here because she, uh, she was just she was staring, staring at my at chest, chest hair. hair. Yeah, everybody is because it's like, but why? Like, why are you exposing all that? Why not? I, at home, <laughs> I, I'm not brave enough to wear these in, per, in in public yet because my arms are small. But at home, I wear like bro tanks. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you want to see a picture? No. I'll show you I'm a good. picture. No, I'm good. Oh, dude, they accentuate. My chest hair. Oh my gosh! So nice. Let me. Uh, oh, there it is. Wow. Look, is is that a man, or is that a man? You know, it's a good picture. Oh, you can't really see the chest hair. There you go. <sighs> you see that? That's a good. Like I said, those of you who are not watching live tonight, you spared yourself tonight. A lot. Congratulations of hair on to the you. Chest. You mm. made a good choice by just listening. Nothing better. Nothing better. Except for maybe back hair. Ew. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Did meet his ex-girlfriend, though. That was nice. Yeah, for reals, you met his girlfriend. For real, for uh-huh. real. Kennedy is at my house, had dinner with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She seems nice. Relationship status, status continuing to progress. You're gonna call are you gonna call Zach later or are you just gonna have her come on the podcast? We didn't have them talk last time, and I think they're at Jarvie's getting shaved ice tonight. Jarvis. Jarvis. Boy, you guys really do live in a small town. <laughs> yep. Huh. But it's like Hawaiian shaved ice. Like, it's really good. You've been there. You've been to Jarvis with us before. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's good. Yeah. It's it's shaved good. ice. Shaved ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 How's your week been? Um, it, it was, we had a super busy weekend this weekend. Okay. We actually had a family movie night for our church mm-hmm. and watched Meet the Robinsons, which is a movie from like the early 2000s, I believe. Um, so that was a bit of a throwback, but it was really fun to watch, and it was well attended, and we had really, really, really great popcorn, also shaved ice. Really? At the movie night. From Jarvie's? No. Oh. No, we had a shaved ice machine, so we made it there, but it was like the real like Hawaiian shaved ice. Like It was really like finely shaved. It was, was it real Hawaiian shaved ice if you made it? In, in Kansas, it was it was the Hawaiian style of shaved ice, which is, which is really finely shaved. I thought that was just regular shaved ice. No, because have you ever been like to the zoo and gotten shaved ice, but it's just a hard ball of ice? Yeah, but that's not that. See, that's not shaved ice. That's crushed ice. That's different. 
Okay, well, this was like Hawaiian shaved ice, and it was really good. But I had such a busy weekend this weekend. I had lots of events to go to and things, and it was it was a lot of socializing. So going into Monday, I like had no energy. And then everything happened with Afghanistan, which mm. is just really sad. So I know that we always talk about positive stuff on here, but seriously, prayers for the people of Afghanistan. That is a terrible, terrible situation, and that has not been fun to to talk about, but even more so for the people there. Um, I can't complain about anything this week because every time I want to complain, I think about those poor people in Afghanistan right now. Yeah, things aren't looking too great there. No. No. How was your day? My day was great. I went to, I uh, I woke up. So that was good. Went to work. That's really good. That was good. Rebecca, I have a story actually for okay. work. Um so you know I'm not I'm not great with words. I'm not you know, bad. Being a radio person, there's no there's not a need to be great with words. No, so. not really, not at all. It's kind yeah, of like that's a minor totally talent. Fine. Um I'm not bad with words. You know, I can say them sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh I can sometimes, if not given enough time to explain the previous words that I've just said because I said them incorrectly, then I can sound like a real weirdo. Like I, I like if I'm gonna talk to somebody, I need adequate time to say the initial thing and then time to correct whatever it is that I've just <laughs> said. Because thing, like I don't know if there's a shortage in my brain or what, but things just don't really like come out right. I think it's because I talk quicker than I think. Okay. And then once everything like catches up, then I'm like, oh, hold on, let me let me explain. So. Today, uh, one of my supervisors came over. There's this guy at work. He's been there as long as I've been there, probably longer, but I still don't know his name, even though now he's like a supervisor. I think his name is Brett, but who knows? We're going to go with Brett. Let's call him Brett. So um, at work, at Amazon, we're required to wear gloves, and I hate it. I hate it with a burning passion. Like latex gloves? Just gloves. They provide gloves that are... um, But are they like cloth gloves? They're like like cloth with the latex on the front. Okay. And they're free. It's not like we have to buy them or anything. We literally have a glove vending machine. Mm -hmm. You just go over, swipe your card, and you can get them. You can get multiple pairs if you want to. Um, But I hate them so bad that every single day whenever I go into work, I don't put them on until somebody tells me. And some days, I'll go the whole day and nobody tells me. That's a great employee right there. People don't care. In fact, I'm not going to do it unless somebody tells me I have to do it, even though they already told me I have to do it. I'm going to wait till they tell me again. I never Every claimed single day. Okay. I haven't claimed recently that I'm a good employee for Amazon. Okay. Maybe in the past, but I'm not who I once was. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've really grown in some areas. Like so, in my disdain for okay. gloves. So here you are not wearing gloves. Uh-huh. Your supervisor approaches you. Brett is the only person that tells me to wear gloves for the most part. Every single day. He's like, hey, Nathan. Eh, gloves and he gives me a little glove sign eh, points at his hands gloves gloves and I'm like yeah okay so I put on the gloves so today he was finally sick and tired of it so he comes over he'd had enough he was enough is enough with this gloveless Nathan so he comes back he comes over after Jesus. telling me to put on my gloves I'm going to address this and was like Nathan what can I do to get you to just put your gloves on And I was like, I had to pause for a second because I really had to think, what would it take? (laughs) Is there anything this man could say to make me want to put on gloves every single day? And I came to the conclusion that there's nothing he could say and there's no excuses that I could come up with that would make it sound valid. I could say that I have a little bit of skin on my left hand that causes... You have a web. Wear, yeah, it's like web, so web I have fingers. to cut the glove, which is fine because they're free, but I have to cut the glove so that they don't give me a it's constant hand wedgie. Real inconvenient. But what about the right hand? I got no excuse for that. Okay. I spent many hours of my life trying to think of excuses for not wearing gloves, and truth be told, I don't have any. I just hate them. Um, So after I had all these inner thoughts, I was like, they are just the worst. I was like, 
It's like putting socks on. You know, it's just the worst part of my day. Next, next to putting socks on, it is. And, and then I was thinking, like, do I really hate putting socks on? Like, is that you're maybe, just thinking about this while you're explaining it? To and him. in that moment, I had the realization that I am probably the only person that hates putting socks on. Yeah, too. I never thought like I hate putting socks on. Like, I prefer to not have socks or shoes, but sometimes I really like my socks. And now I've put putting socks on as the worst part of my day and putting gloves on as the second worst part of my day. So now you hate socks more than gloves, yet you're wearing socks. Well, I didn't didn't want to put gloves as the top because I didn't want to look at him and tell me every single time you tell me to put gloves on, you're asking me to, like, that is the worst part of my day whenever you say put gloves on. Because I was, uh, you know, face to face with him. I didn't want to like. Yeah, you didn't want to hit a home run like right there. Yeah, that would have sounded like maybe up too up front, a little brash. You know, <laughs> this is like the second time I've talked to Brett in the year and a half that I've worked there. I don't even know if that's his name. Okay. But uh, so anyway, so I was like, yeah, it's like putting socks on. You know, it's just the worst. And he was like, so I. This may be TMI, but I take it you like to spend a lot of time naked. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, oh. And in that moment, I was like, what? Wait, no, I hate being naked. But now I'm in too deep. <laughs> Brett thinks I like being naked. Well, I'm really confused that like Brett took that leap. But I I get it at the same time. But then you couldn't just be like, no, 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 you got the wrong idea. You're like, I'm just going to go with it. He, <laughs> he was like, all right, he hates putting on socks and he hates putting on gloves. He probably hates putting on everything else in his life too um no responsibility (laughs) only responsibility is the thing i hate putting on and socks and gloves um so yeah so now brett um not only thinks that putting on my socks is the worst part of my day but putting on gloves is the second worst part of my day and i guess every other piece of clothing is the third worst part of my day (laughs) I, i imagine that he thinks i spend most of my alone time at home just in the nude Sitting at my desk playing games, whatever. Uh-huh. Cooking dinner. I mean, is he wrong? Yes, he's wrong. I hate <laughs> being naked. I I had trouble wearing shorts to bed for a while because I, I would wear pants and a shirt. Uh-huh. And then I started wearing shorts and I was like, this is really weird. And, and then I s- started not wearing a shirt and it was like, this is like, it bothered me to not wear a shirt to bed. You're a very complex man, Nathan. Uh, you know, I really am. I'm trying to figure you out right now, but there's I know there's no answer. Like, I, I, I can't figure you out. But, okay, okay. A, a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. You have to wake up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is, do you enjoy putting on socks? I don't mind at all. I have to I mean, hype myself up to put on socks Specifically if my morning. feet are cold. My feet aren't cold. Why would my feet and be cold? I have like pairs of socks that I really like. And so there there's socks that I like putting on more than others. I, I do not. And it's not something I dread at I, all. I, I don't mind putting on socks. But I do mind putting them on like one of the first things I do in the morning. Like I, wake I up, brush my teeth, put on socks. Are you kidding me? Believe we're having this conversation. I, These are the mm. issues you're dealing with is having to put socks on first thing in the morning. It's the worst. <laughs> you try it. You try it tomorrow morning. You wake up, brush your teeth, do whatever, and then put socks on. Okay. And then put shoes on. Okay. It's the worst. Isn't that what everybody does? I hope not. Anybody who has to like get up and go to work in the morning. And that's why they're all miserable. I work from home. I get up and I get ready and I put socks and shoes on. Like, and I. You put socks and shoes on? Yes. Why? Because I feel put together. And then when I come downstairs, like after my meeting is done, like after my work meeting is done, sometimes if it's like really warm. I'll take off my socks and shoes because then when I like, because I always have a blanket that I cover up with during the day because I'm always cold and and the blanket catches on my shoes. You can't use a blanket with shoes on. No, that's weird. No. So then I have to take off my shoes and then I just take off my socks because I've got like the no show socks and that just looks weird to wear by yourself. But you wake up whenever you work from home and you put on your socks and shoes. Yes. But in the winter, I put on like real cozy socks. Like I've got all kinds of different socks that I put on. 
from working from home. Then I don't always put on shoes because I'm wearing like really thick socks. What just fell out of your mouth? Water. I put water in my mouth and then it fell out. (laughs) That is just strange to me. I, and that's what it takes for you to be put together. Yeah. Like I do my hair and my makeup and everything. See that blows my mind. I shower every single morning. I feel put together whenever I make it out of my bedroom. I could, I could be in my pajamas, but if I can make it out of my bedroom door, then it's like, all right. If I don't get up in the morning and fully get ready, you know I'm seriously sick. That is so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. Is Jay West the same way? Mm, you know he's like yeah, even worse I than I am. He wears button-up shirts. At home. Working from home. <laughs> and but, sometimes dress okay. shoes. That's weird. Button-up shirts can sometimes be comfortable. Not as comfortable as sweatpants, though. Sweatpants is another thing that I used to not... I, I didn't wear sweatpants at all until uh, the pandemic and stuff hit, and then I started wearing sweatpants. Sweatpants are nice. I bought a lot more casual sweatpants and leggings during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're nice. Oh, my gosh. Did we just spend 15 minutes talking about you putting on socks? Yeah. I mean, in a roundabout way, yes. I guess I talked a little bit about my my socializing, my over-socialized weekend. Do you have anything else to add about your over-socializing? Um, so I I worked up some courage okay. yesterday. Did something really scary. Something I thought was really scary, but I'm like super proud of myself. So, you know, two years ago, I got in an accident. Yes. Super crazy situation. Like the lady that hit me said it was my fault when it was obviously her fault she ran a stop sign and sideswiped me Uh and like on like the back end of my vehicle anyway so i went to the chiropractor for a couple months all that the insurance company has been super difficult to deal with hi web hi richard richard i have not been in the sun i think it's just the light and yes i do my kitten does keep me happy right now she also or he also got a new condo, a cat condo this week. So she's, she doesn't love it, though. She doesn't even hang out with it. Okay, so anyway, we're brave. <clears throat> yeah, I'm reading the text line. I'm sorry. So I was super brave. And as difficult as this insurance company has been, and as long and drawn out as this has been, I'm like, I just need to settle this. And so I talked to them last week. And found out what else they needed. No, that was two weeks ago. Got it taken care of. And they said they would call me like as soon as that information was received. And they didn't. <laughs> Typical. So I'm like, okay, I need, I need to make the phone call then. And so I know this phone call is where I have to negotiate with them the pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. That's really scary for me. Like I'm going to have to be firm. Did you negotiate extra pain and suffering for the pain and suffering that they themselves put you through? I wanted to. I think you should. I think they should be held accountable. So I'm scared to make this phone call. I I make the phone call three days in a row, and every day I get their voicemail. So yesterday, I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going to call them again. It took me 30 minutes to think about, like, okay, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? What approach am I going to go with? I've never done this. I've never negotiated my pain and suffering from an accident before. It's been it's been a minute since I've been in an accident. Uh-huh. So it goes to voicemail again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just worked up the courage yeah. to call them. It goes to voicemail. What are you going to do with all again. that courage now? So he about an hour later, he calls and like he calls back and he's like, hey, I was like, hey, so glad that we we're finally able to to connect. And then he just like sits there silently like he now he, he just called me. But now he's waiting for me to talk. And I'm like, so, yeah, we're going we need to go ahead and settle this. Is there anything else that you need? Any other information? And so he starts talking about, hey, just so you know. You still have $2,500 in medical bills that we need to pay. So whatever we negotiate here is going to be minus that $2,500. Yeah. 
And I'm like, wait, it's been two years and you still haven't paid for my medical bills? Like, they never made a phone call, this insurance company, to anybody at any point. Like, I had to go dig up information to try to find who I needed to talk to 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 settle this. And then my insurance company wasn't, like, contacting them. Like, hey, you need to pay us for all of her medical bills. Like, so many balls were dropped. Yeah, that's a lot of... I wish I would have said that to him. (laughs) So many balls are dropped. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we start the negotiation. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. he says, outside of this $2,500 that still needs to be paid for medical, $400 for your pain and suffering. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. $400 for my pain and suffering? Can't buy a Mercedes with $400. And I'm like, really? Is that what my pain and suffering is, is worth? I was like, that was a pretty serious accident. Like we're talking... Near $8,000 in damage to my vehicle. So obviously I was hit at at a a pretty good speed there to cause that much damage. 17 chiropractor's visits. That's 17 hours of me having to get up early to go to the chiropractor before I had to go into work every day. At 17 hours that you could have been getting to work early and getting paid for an extra 17 hours, which would then be overtime. So you're talking okay, like whatever. time and a half also, of $17. I ended up with hours. like a, a pinched nerve and I had like the twitchy leg thing and I couldn't sleep and I couldn't like sit for an extended period of time, which I have to sit a lot at work. And anyway. Did you tell them all so this? So I'm explaining okay. all of this to him. And then, Nathan, I pulled the, I talked to the insurance commissioner card. Ooh, because I felt em. like, him throwing the $400 out there was so much lower than I had anticipated that I was like, I'm going to have to bring in the big guns right away. Yeah, things are clearly out of control. So I let him know I had talked with the insurance commissioner and the insurance commissioner had advised me to take those medical bills and multiply them by three. And then shove them up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a pretty good one, Nathan. It was a pretty good one. <laughs> anyway, and that's that's what I should get. And I said, I think that ten thousand dollars is sufficient enough you, for my. You went for. I that? went for the oh, ten grand yes. because I thought I need to, I need to polarize this. Like I need to go like far the other way because I need to pull him way further the other direction. Four hundred dollars? No, we've got a little ways to go. How about here. four thousand dollars? So he kind of laughs, like, "No, that's <laughs> that's more than three times your medical bills." And I'm like, "Yeah, but if we consider the inconvenience of what happened with my Jeep and her claiming it was my fault and all I had to go through and..." Constantly having to switch. Anyway, I went into the details about the inconvenience. And he's like, well, we're not talking about what happened with the damage of your vehicle here. We're talking about your personal injury. And I'm like, oh, 20,000. That's that's when you hit him with the personal injury. Okay, we're going to stay focused on personal injury. All right, I got this. All right. So I said, I I start to drop the number a little bit. I'm like 7,000. I would feel satisfied if I walked away with 7000 for my pain and suffering. And he's like, huh, hold on a second. And so he puts me on hold. I'm like, this is a good sign. He's going to go mm-hmm. talk to somebody else or he's just going to put me on hold for a minute and make me think he's talking to somebody else. I don't know what they do. But anyway, about 10 minutes later, he comes back and he says, you know what? I had your file confused with somebody else. And now reviewing Mm. all the medical care you went through, I I do see that you did have some substantial pain and suffering. So I do have a little bit of room to work here. Um, He's like, but I'm going to need to know more details of the pain and suffering 
you experienced. Well, I'm not big on complaining, but honestly, I let the pain and suffering fly. Like, you know how normally I don't complain about how I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This time that is I so did. you. That is so and he you. Goes, he goes, well, the last visit you had, you said that your pain and suffering was at a one. And I was like, yeah, because the treatment worked. That's why I got released that day. Clearly, I lied to them to get out early. Um, in all honesty, I probably could have kept going to treatment, but we were moving that weekend and it would have been a really long drive back. And so I needed that to be my last visit. And so... I still do have issues from that accident, but I could not make the drive and I didn't want to go through the pain and suffering of switching to another medical facility here in Lansing. <clears throat> anyway, let me speed this up for you and say he offered $5,000. That's a huge leap from four hundred. Yeah. Keep in mind that we still have to subtract $2,500 from this total. So he says 5000 I was like 7000 So I said, all right, let's just meet in the middle then, $6,000, and we'll call it good. Can I ask a question? Mm Mm-hmm. What is the $25,000 for? $2,500. Yeah. That is the medical bills. That's like what the chiropractor cost. And my insurance company paid for my medical bills up front, and then the person that hit me, their insurance company has to pay my insurance company for that. So you're not only... So so why do you have to include that in your negotiation? Because it's the total pain and suffering medical side of it. That's their pain and suffering. You're not paying for it. See, I don't, you know what? I don't know. And honestly, like I still think that I could have gotten 10,000 for for the pain and suffering yeah. on it. I don't know. Maybe that number was a little high. My son got 5,000. And I felt like my accident was significantly worse than his. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we ended up landing on 6,000. So I'll, I'll walk away with 3,500. Yes, a smaller number than I wanted, but I felt like it was a huge leap from the $400 that he offered. Which is what he wants you to feel like. I know, but I still thought I did a really good job. You did great. I was really proud of myself. Like, I was really courageous because I was really nervous about that. And I kept having to tell myself, like, this is just a person you don't know talking on the phone. Like, you'll never see them. It's okay. You can be the bad guy. Here's another trick he pulled. Are you ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. I was explaining at one point with my vehicle, like, the damage was so significant. I will never get out of my vehicle what I should now if I resell it because of that accident. And he said... Well, not with today's prices on used vehicles. You could probably get way more for your vehicle. And then he goes, I'm sorry. That was a joke. I I probably shouldn't be joking right now. But I was being bad guy at the time. Like, I was being real serious. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to get me to be goofy. And I couldn't be goofy right then. I needed to stay serious. Yep, you got to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, I was satisfied with where we ended up, though, I would have preferred to walk away with like 7,000 total for the pain and suffering because I remember how painful that actually was and how incredibly inconvenient the entire experience was. But I'm also glad that after two years, it's finally over. And I'm sure you're glad that after 15 minutes, I'm finally done talking about it. Hey, you know what? You spent 15 minutes telling your story. I spent 15 minutes telling my story. We're even here. So you guys tell me, did I did, did I get what I should have gotten or should I have just like kept trying? It's over now. It doesn't matter. It's over, I can't go back and change it, but I yeah. signed the papers, sent them over. Whew. Anyway, now I'm thinking about selling my Jeep. Get a little more money? Well, I'm I'm thinking about selling it and then taking the money from that and the money from the insurance settlement and then going and buying myself a little bit of a nicer four door. I was going to ask what you intend on doing with the money. That is what I'm thinking of doing. Okay. But car prices are, are higher right now. Incredibly. So So idea sell sell high and then just wait it out Mm -hmm. because if I'm working from home, I can, I can manage without this other vehicle. Yeah. Um, 
Possibly. Do some research on whether that uh, market's going to drop. Though. Okay, so I talked to Chris Keel, who is a, uh, uh, a financial forecaster. Mm-hmm. He informed me today that auto prices will not be dropping anytime in the near future. He did say that the chip shortage that is preventing a lot of new cars from getting on the lots uh-huh. by the beginning of the year, that that will be corrected. And and so that he said the cars that are all like popular vehicles, that's what the manufacturers are focusing on making right now, like right. the F-150. And he said if it's an unusual car, good luck. But all of those like normal cars, which I think a Jeep is a pretty popular thing. Yeah. So a Jeep sure. Wrangler. So maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It is a shame, though, that you didn't get the 10,000 because if you got the 10,000, they took the 2,500 away. You would have been left with 7,500. Uh huh. And then you could have bought 30,000 Big Macs. Where's your transition button? <clears throat> That's called a transition if you never see what. So you do you remember the guy who has eaten a Big Mac every single day since 1970? Yep, I definitely remember this guy. Uh-huh. He's the super healthy guy. Super super healthy and well, he's actually not like obese, you would think, you know, a Big Mac every single day since 1972. But really, it's only one Big Mac. That can be too many calories, right? Uh-huh. Right? Anyway, um, he's still eating Big Macs, even after setting the world record. Um, every single day, he's eaten over 30,000. He has long hair and and bangs. I don't know. What. Why was that worthy of mentioning, Nathan? Because, like, okay, you're trying to imagine. He also has John Lennon glasses. And he wears flip-flops with jeans <laughs> and, like, a women's watch. What is with this guy's watch? What the heck? Um, he's got, like, a bowl-cut mullet. Pretty much the coolest guy I've ever seen. And he eats a Big Mac every single day. I'm, I'm painting a picture here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Richard says it's bedtime. If you're going to bed, have a good night. Sleep well. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Um, and uh, this, what is this guy's name? What is Don. It? Don. No, that's not his name. Okay. That's not his name at all. It is Don. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, um, but anyway, so he eats a Big Mac every single day still, and this blows my mind because Big Macs can't be that good. Well, I, okay, but, you know, I don't eat meat anymore. Right. And I can't have gluten, but the one thing I crave frequently is a McDonald's cheeseburger. And today I was like dicing up some some lettuce. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I remember Big Macs tasting good. And thinking, I kind of want a Big Mac. Today you had that thought. I did. I had that thought today. That would have been a much better transition. <laughs> But uh, here we here we are. We made it regardless. Um, I remember Big Macs not tasting good. Interestingly enough, mm. is there if is there a food that you could eat every single day for like the rest of your life where you could break this record? You know, I've thought about that, and I truthfully don't think there is. I've been eating a lot of eggs because they're easy to cook, and I've been eating. But you stink. A lot of mac and cheese. Do you smell after eating eggs? If you eat a lot of them every single day. Your intestines are probably oozing eggs. Oh, you know what? My poop has smelled a little worse. Yeah. I bet that's it. Hey, Elvis. Sorry, Elvis just burst through the door like the Kool-Aid man. You're going to talk about poop? Um, so this guy's, speaking of poop, this guy's poop probably smells bad. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I've been eating eggs very frequently. I've been eating mac and cheese frequently. And I'm, quite frankly, sick and tired of both of them already. And it's been like a month, maybe. I worked at Pizza Hut in high school. And I ate pizza from Pizza Hut every single night I worked. And never, ever got tired of it. To hmm. this day, I crave pizza from Pizza Hut. It's specifically, the pizza. Specifically the stuffed crust pizza. I think it's the best. Their pan pizza. Oh, my gosh. I love that crust. Like, I just love Pizza Hut pizza. My friend Beth and I were having a conversation the other day because I was telling her I really need to get sick so that I can use some of my sick days at work and get a couple days off. 
but I won't like just say that I'm sick if I'm not really sick. And I was like, well, just why can't I get sick? Like, I don't want COVID, but why can't I just get sick enough to take some sick days? I just need some time off. And she was like, well, why don't you just eat gluten? Yeah. And then it got me dreaming about what I would eat if I was going to sabotage myself so I could get a day off because I ate gluten. Would you go full cheat meal and eat meat as well? No, because I don't desire to eat meat, but I do desire to eat gluten. Okay, you were just the talking cheeseburger. about Big Mac see, and cheeseburger. See the cheeseburger, but like, I just can't do that. I I would, I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around eating meat again. Anyway, you want to know what I would eat to sabotage myself to get a day off work because of my allergy? Pizza Hut pizza? I would have... A stuffed crust cheese pizza. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. And a hot, gooey chocolate chip, or just a chocolate chip cookie. Hot, gooey chocolate chip cookie and stuffed crust pizza. And then I thought about doing it. I was like... Might as well, right? I was like, sickness never tasted so good. Like... I just, it's too scary. I, I don't want to go through what would happen after I do that. But like, no, what a great way to, to like get sick, right? You get yeah, sick yeah. because you just do something absolutely wonderful. And then I wish you need I like 24 hours to recover from it. I wish I had a get sick button that I could just <laughs> use. I mean, I guess I could drink a lot of milk. I think I could handle the vomiting part, but it's like the severe migraine. Yeah. That's really like, oh, that's just not something I want to experience. Like if it just like made me super drowsy or something and like bloated, that would be cool. I could handle that. There's got to be something that does that, right? Drugs. Sure. Yeah. Take drugs. I accidentally took drugs, so I'm going to need the day off. Hey, sorry. I took sick medicine even though I wasn't sick, but now I'm feeling sick. <laughs> so I got to take a sick day. <laughs> really sorry about that. Um, anyway, anyway, sorry, that took a left turn there. Yeah, this guy has a picture of himself in the McDonald's he goes to. I bet he's like, okay, well, yeah, so he, there's a picture of him. He's definitely like a, a usual. He goes to the same McDonald's every single day since 1972. The but same one. I wonder if the employees like look forward to him being there. Like, is he like one of those really nice guys that are, they're like, it's not a good day unless Don stops by to get his Big Mac. I would certainly hope so. If not, then uh, they would always have a bad day because Don is going to come every single day. Actually, he used to come every single day. Now they said that he'll come in and he'll get six to eight Big Macs twice a week. Hmm. So he just comes in and he uh, he gets them in bulk and then <laughs> he microwaves them. That's gross. See, I was on board until he said that he microwaves them. Hey. A fresh Big Mac, that's one thing. But a microwaved one, this guy's not living his best life. Yeah, no, that's kind of weird. You, what if he got like a uh, an air fryer? I wonder what an air fried. Yeah. What's the best way to reheat no, a you Big don't. Mac? You just don't. Why not? They're, they're good for like a century. No. Okay, speaking of Big Macs, there is this walrus out of Ireland. Uh-huh. That is absolutely massive. And he is causing some major, major issues. He actually started causing these issues in England. He 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 he's a walrus, so he oh, okay. needs, he he is needs a to he is. rest from time to time. He can't like swim nonstop forever. I can relate. And when he wants to rest, he just decides to do it on a boat that's passing by. And so he like jumps up on a boat. Well, he sank several of them. And so in England, they had to get like a pontoon thing out for him so that like this specific walrus, they had to get like a pontoon for him to rest on so he would stop causing damage to boats. This walrus is 1,700 pounds. Oh my goodness. He is a big Mac. His name's not Mac, but he's, he's a big guy. Well, now he swam to Ireland and he's causing problems in Ireland. He sank two boats. And he's caused thousands of dollars in damage on other boats. So this one boat that got sunk, the guy was super smart. I don't know how he knew to do this, but he used towels to wipe up the walrus's scent so that 
they could find something else to mark what the walrus has sent. So he'll start climbing on that. And so they they, they put together th- these like plastic float things that kind of made it look like a couch. Like it's got sides and then a platform. It's basically a pontoon. It's a pontoon it's couch. It's a pontoon couch. Yeah. And they rubbed the towels all over it so that his scent is on it. So that he will choose to climb on that when he needs to rest instead of sinking more boats. Now if they could just attach that pontoon couch to the walrus so that he always has it close by. Maybe give him like a little collar. A little collar no, he's with a gotta, leash. He has to travel back to Ar- Arctic regions. And I don't think traveling, pulling along his couch is going to work too well. They could put like motors on it or something. Though it might help him lose a few pounds. That's true. You know, if he's got to pull that weight behind him. Or if they put motors on the pontoon couch and gave him a little controller, taught him how to use it, then he wouldn't have to rest anyway. I mean, they teach him how to kiss people for pictures, so surely they can teach him how to use a remote control a couch. Yeah. Yeah. Now this guy, he is living his best life, unlike Don in the Big Macs. You know, just resting wherever he wants to causing damage and destruction and when he does that somebody builds him a couch like i want to misbehave so bad that somebody's like i'm going to offer you something great because you're being so destructive like who gets that you know actually no i i do know who gets that who gets that my my new kitten freddie mercury freddie mercury gets that he was scratching on the chair, so I bought him a, a condo, a cat condo. I've been thinking about getting my cat a cat condo, but they're kind of expensive. Uh, like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to get him a small one. I'd want to get him, like, one that's, like, from the floor to the ceiling, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or, like, the cat cafe whiskers where it has, like, walking, like, bridges across the ceiling and stuff. Like, build a whole cat city. Those are pretty cool, too. Did I go too far with that suggestion? Nope, not at all. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I got Freddie... Um, cat condo also he's been destroying my plants like digging in the dirt and this morning i was like freddie no and i went and picked him up and he's just so cute that i just cuddled with him afterwards like he didn't even get in trouble what is a goo 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 you realize goo 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 is a Beatles lyric. I am the Eggman. I am the Walrus. Goo goo goo. You know what? That How is high not a. Were they? That is not a Beatles song I have ever heard. You've before. never heard that? Uh huh. Well, we got to listen to it uh, off off the podcast. I am the Eggman. They are the Eggman. I am the Walrus. Goo 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 gajoob, goo 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 gajoob goo. Jube, jube, juba, 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 jube, juba, jube, juba, umpa, umpa. Is that appropriate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're sticking up who's jumper, but I don't know that that's okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yep, never, huh. ever heard that song before. Really? Yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about Freddie Mercury and right, what an angel right. he is or not angel. But there is this one cat that is being quite the angel. This cat is in England. We're really talking about the foreign stories tonight. Well, you know, you got to stay uh, live and local, as they say. Yeah, so this cat's name is, I believe, Pyran, P-I-R-A-N. It's a good name. Black cat. Lives in England with an 83-year-old woman. Well, the old lady fell down into a ravine, and people were searching for her for, for quite a while. Couldn't find her. Probably would have never found her because she was 70 feet down a steep a steep embankment. Oh. Yeah. But her kitty did not leave her side and continually meowed, consistently meowed so much that it led rescuers to where she had fallen and they were able to rescue her and now she's in the hospital in critical condition. But 
It was all thanks to her cat that she's still alive today. You should make a movie about that. Okay, but here's the deal. I don't think the cat did this to save her life. I think he was probably hungry, and uh, he was just like, woman. Get up. My bowl is empty. Get up, Bambi. Feed me. Woman, my bowl is half empty. Yeah. I'm nearly dead. Feed me. Please. And so he just kept crying and crying and crying and didn't understand why she wasn't getting up to feed him and, and then ended up saving her life. You I know, wonder if anybody ever actually fed the cat after that. Probably not. You know what I always wonder about these stories? Hmm. Who sees a cat meowing and is like, oh, I wonder what he's talking about. Better go check it out. If I saw a cat meowing, Nathan, you know 100% I would go find out why that cat was meowing. I guess I've just seen a lot of cats meowing. If I were to see a cat meowing, I'd be like, ah, their baby probably fell or something. That sucks. And you want to go help them? No, it's a 70-foot drop. I'm no, not going to go there's not a cat I won't approach. Well, okay. What about a lion? Maybe, well. Do you approach a lion? What if a lion was meowing? I mean, if it was meowing like a kitten. That'd be pretty adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, or a tiger. I mean, you know that cat in my neighborhood that like comes out and says hi to me when we're on a walk? Yeah, but that's different. That's different. I'm 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 thinking you're going for a walk and you just see this random cat meowing at the trees and you're like, huh, must be something interesting over there. Yeah. You go and walk over there? Yeah. If it was meowing a lot, I'd be like the cat wants something. The cat needs something. It's Needs me to do something for it. If anything, it just needs me to give it cuddles. Did you cuddle a random cat? Yeah. It's been I, meowing at the woods? Yep. You would I do that? I've probably done that more than a handful of times in my life. Really? Uh-huh. If I see a cat, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get hugged. Even if it doesn't want to. Do you think they have cat beauty contests? Um, yeah, it's called a cat show. They have cat shows? I know yes. they have dog shows. I didn't know if they, they had have cat, cat shows. shows. Do they have, well, they have goat shows and they have pig shows, but those are different. Those are like. Those are farm animal. Yeah, I actually don't know what, you know, I showed goats mm -hmm. uh, whenever I was a kid at fairs and stuff. I have no idea what the point of that is. It's such a waste of time. Well, if you got a real good-looking goat, then you can breed them and continue getting good-looking goats. Yeah, but like whenever you're showing dairy goats, it's that's such a who who is like you want to go watch some goats? You want to go watch some kids be forced to walk their goats around in a circle? Question. Mhm. Mm so I was once once watching a a goat show. Oh, so you. Of the issue. What what is going on? I was once watching a goat show. And the woman showing her goat that went, went sounds to, weird. <laughs> went sounds a to little weird. Turn her goat around for the judges to see. <laughs> Still sounds. And eh. she stuck her finger in the goat's butthole to get it to turn. Yeah, you you actually witnessed that? Yeah. You haven't just heard myths about that? No, I, I and I went ooh. It's like, is that normal? Is that how everybody turns a goat? Um, <laughs> that. Is a thing that people do. No, it's not normal, and no, it's not necessary. Here's here's the thing: is why would, if it's not necessary, why is somebody like I know this isn't necessary, but I really like to <clears throat> stick my finger in the goat's butthole? Well, multiple reasons that we don't have to get into, but <laughs> that sounded like I knew something. That kind of sounded like I knew something. I don't. Where is this show going tonight? I don't freaking know. <laughs> oh man. my gosh. Uh, I was going to make like an ISIS joke, but then I was like, nah, I better no. not make an ISIS joke. No. And so then I stopped, <laughs> but now it sounds like I was making a reference. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so people stick their fingers up goats' buttholes because goats are very stubborn animals. Uh huh. And whenever you're showing a goat and you're standing still with the goat, you want the front legs to be lined up and you want the back legs to be lined up so that the goat's back is like straight. You want its chin to be like upright uh -huh. and you want it to be standing proper. Well, for cattle, they do the same thing, but they have little sticks that they reach down like cat, like hooks that they'll adjust the legs. Goats, you don't have that. So you just 
lean down and you move their legs. But sometimes whenever they're not cooperating, you got to give them something to get them to cooperate. And so uh, people use their their butts to get them to move. Wait, people use their butts? The goat's butts. Oh, okay. okay. To get them to move. Uh-huh. It's not necessary because you can use the tail. You don't have to. Like, there are times... And, and it's not just for whenever you're trying to get the goat to, like, stand properly. Sometimes goats, you're trying to lead them in the circle or whatever, and they just won't move. Mm-hmm. And so rather than, like, just yanking on the the lead as hard as you can, you will reach back, and you can twist their tail, mm-hmm. and then it will kind of... But why would you ah, twist their tail when you could just stick your finger up their butt? I guess. And I don't know if maybe it's, like lower profile and that's why people do it i mean you noticed i definitely noticed and maybe it just looked like she was sticking her finger up the goat's butthole several people noticed it and they all thought she just stuck her finger up the goat's butthole i turned around to the people behind me and said did that just happen they're like yep she just stuck her finger up the goat's butthole i we were all people who knew each other okay and we knew the person showing the goat and I was like, remind me afterwards when we go to congratulate her not to shake her hand. Did you ever think to maybe ask her why she stuck her finger up a goat's butthole? No, I felt like it would be inappropriate of me to ask. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can just twist the tail. It feels very, like, rude and mean. It'd be like pulling pulling a, a girl's hair whenever you're trying to, like, if you were, like, pulling, if you were, like, walking your toddler yeah. And and they were like pulling on your arm, not wanting to go where you were leading. Uh-huh. If you're like to grab their hair. But I, that's how I kind okay. of relate. Like it feels very inhumane. Yeah. And so, I never liked doing that. So to that's goats. why they go for the butthole. They go for the butthole. Yeah. And I guess you could do the same thing uh, with toddlers. You'll probably be tackled. Mm-hmm. Um. So don't do that. Don't. What were we talking about again? Don't do that. Um. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's also what they do when they're showing camels. Uh, yes. That's called a transition if you never see what. Because there's a camel beauty show in Saudi. 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 Mm-hmm. Arabia? It's in Saudi. I okay. don't. Is, that, is, is all Saudi Saudi Arabia? I don't know. I've <clears> never <throat> been there. Anyway, um, I can't pronounce the, the name of the place. Where this festival took place? Oh, yeah. It's the King Abdulaziz Camel Festival. Uh Uh-huh. But some people were cheating, trying to make their camels look more beautiful than they were born to be. Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. This is an actual sentence. Thousands of camels are paraded at the King Abdulaziz Camel Festival. To be judged on their shapely lips and humps. <laughs> How shallow is that? Uh, if I can't judge a woman on her shapely... Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> then why can't they do it to camels? That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> anyway. this podcast? We don't have to air, we don't have to save this one. We can just. Do you want to just start over? Just end it and delete it and yeah, we, pretend we that to, tonight never happened. Yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm, Sorry, yeah. guys. Rebecca but, ate gluten. She was sick. We can't do the podcast. <laughs> There's nothing. But while we're still here, let's talk about the time that that vet injected a camel with Botox, so it had bigger lips, and then trimmed its ears. They trimmed its ears. Yeah. Too. Wow. Made its ears smaller because apparently if if the camel has a really large head with big lips. Um, that's beautiful. So they want big humps, small ears, big lips. Not not necessarily big humps, but they want them to be alive. <laughs> I just can't. Nathan, I can't keep talking. Are we about talking about this. camels? <laughs> We're still talking about camels. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the Botox is being used in the lips, the nose, and even the jaw. To make the head appear larger. Yvette was actually caught doing this at the show. Apparently, a camel needed some last-minute Botox injections. Maybe the one next to it had bigger lips, and he was like, nope. Give it more. More. (laughs) So, anyway, they got thrown out of the beauty contest. (laughs) 
perfectly placed humps, muscular physiques, and leathery mouths. <laughs> that is the ideal camel right there. Yep. What a beautiful camel. Uh-huh. I mean, the prize is worth millions of dollars at, at this festival, which is interesting. Combined uh-huh. prize money of $57 million. So I might get some lip injections and maybe some ear trimmings. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe, maybe readjust my humps. <laughs> if it's worth $57 million, you can just undo all of that for that much. <laughs> You know, you know what? Maybe just just enter the camel beauty contest as you are and see how you fare. That's offensive. Also, I don't think it's a fair. I think it's a festival. No, see how you fare, not the fair. I know how okay. I fare. I was just telling you about how I used to show goats <sighs> at the fair. Uh, but um, so is this podcast over yet? This is this is one of those. Are we fit for radio, Rebecca? I think we're safer on podcasts. Can we talk about... We cannot talk about this. Not on Christian radio. <laughs> Can we talk about shapely lips and... You know, here, here's, what we, here's what we should do. Say say we both get a position in Christian radio uh-huh. and we're hosting together. Okay. We need to bring this story up and we need to talk about it without laughing. Okay. We need to be 100% serious. Okay. And then when management comes to us to fire us for bringing this up, we'll be like, but what do you mean? We're talking about the camel beauty contest. Wait a minute. Did you think we were talking about? No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Nathan, you've got to pretend like you have no idea what they're talking about. And it makes them feel like they have the, the disgusting mind. So then they walk away thinking that something's wrong with them. Yep. And they're like, never mind. You guys are you guys are good. Let's just not talk about camel beauty contest anymore. Can you guys not talk about camel beauty contest? And then we start talking about uh, other beauty contests. I don't freaking, I don't know, dude. My brain <laughs> is fried. That was such a good try, Nathan. Uh, you fell yep. short on that one. I fell flat on my face. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have hurt so much if you would have had Botox. That's true. Would have been like little cushions right under my nose. (laughs) Richard, okay. What is the next show topic? The next show topic is Elvis bursting through the door like the Kool-Aid man again. Is uh, us saying goodbye forever. Guys, this is Rebecca and I's last episode. Surprise. We decided to end it on a high note. That's why we wanted to talk about camel beauty contests as our last And topic. it sounded like we were high while we were talking about it. Yep. Started off the show talking about all the balls that were dropped. Dropped balls in beauty contests. If that isn't a title. <laughs> okay, that's the title. We, can't, we cannot make that a, a title. We can't. <laughs> we can't make that a title. This is a kid's show. Well, it's, it's a family. A it's a family, it's family friendly. friendly. Why would that not be family friendly? I'm talking about all the balls that the insurance company dropped, and then we're talking about the camel beauty contest. I don't understand what the problem is here. I was kidding. Okay. Also, Elvis oozed while he was in here, and it stinks. And he, he just went to the groomer. He just got his glands expressed. Proof it doesn't work. It's unnecessary. You don't need to express. That she has to stick her finger up his butthole to do. Maybe that's what the, uh, your friend was doing. They were just they were expressing the glands while they were there. Yeah, they're like, ooh, that smells a little bad. Let's <laughs> just go I'm waiting for the judges to make a decision, we'll go ahead and express these glands here. <laughs> that's what I imagine it sounds like. No idea if that's accurate or not. What a show. Guys, thank you for listening. Oh, I just took a deep breath. That was the worst. <laughs> it's like Elvis just burst in here to ooze and then he left. He's <laughs> like, take that, suckers. Cats don't do that. <laughs> no. So. I mean, they mark their territory. and Cat urine is really hard to get out of stuff. But <clears throat> anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you on Friday. Or if you're a patron, next on 
Let's be Let's honest. Be honest. But until then, my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.